welcome to Sugar Brick Going Down Podcasting, a follow-up way podcast where we go track by random ass track until we die. My name is Caitlin, and joining me until we die is Joe. Hello, that's me, Joe. This song. Do 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 do. Uh, this song's called Chicago's So Two Years Ago. Uh, we're back to take this to your grave. We're back to what I consider album one, but you don't. And apparently some other person counted to six at one point. I was thinking about that. And I was like, did they count the greatest hits album as an album? Uh, that still wouldn't make Folly do the number six, though. That would make it number five. Yeah, I just, I was just trying to figure out how they got to six in general. I was, I was like, I feel like if they counted uh, Evening Out With Your Girlfriend and New Administration, maybe? I feel, uh that may, that would make me mad. New Administration doesn't fucking count. It shouldn't. I don't, uh, it, I mean. Isn't New Administration, like, how many songs is it even? A lot, but it's considered a mixtape. There's, like, a bunch of short songs. Uh, it's also not exclusively Fall Out Boy, but I don't know. Yeah. So I don't think that should count. Six albums. This is one or two, depending on who you count. Unless there's something else. Maybe it's three to someone who has, like, the forbidden knowledge. (laughs) If you have the forbidden knowledge, please tweet at us at SWGDpod (laughs) or shoot us a DM and let us know. It's just like a staple of our intro now is we find a stupid way to plug the... (laughs) To plug the Twitter. <laughs> to be fair, the Twitter is extremely stupid, so Yeah, we haven't it hasn't been like real shit post hours. We've been we've been busy in other places. Anyways, this is this is the Fallout Boy show. We're here to talk about Fallout Boy. Chicago is so two years ago. That is the name of the song. It is. I like the music of I it. think yeah, this is like it's like a notch above questionable bop. Uh, because it's like it bops really hard, but it's more than questionable. Oh uh, yeah, it's like content. definitely, it's like an eyebrow raising bop. Yeah, yeah, and this is like as I was thinking about it, I was like, this is like I, I, I get like venting and being in rough spots and making art to express that, but then just like how popular it happened to get is like yeah, and it also complicates like- it. There's also, like, venting, and then there's being, like, wishing harm on people in a yeah. song. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, it's like I don't know I don't, I don't know if I can assume because Pete Wentz wrote this song, he would actually, but then, but then he would actually wish harm. But then, but then it's, there's so much of it on the record, so I don't know. It's like... Yeah, like, I don't, I mean, I don't know that, I don't even know that it would, like, I don't know. I'm not the thought police, but like, I don't know that like if he would actually do it or not. But even like having that much of that sentiment on the record, especially mm-hmm. in this one song where there's like a ton of it, is like, oh, I feel weird. It's a little, it's a little collar pulley. Yeah. This is, this is a song where Pete wrote the verses and Patrick wrote the chorus, which is interesting because the chorus is. Pretty solid by itself. Mm-hmm. I really, really like the chorus, actually. Yeah, and I think that's part of the reason why, like, I still... This is probably one of my favorites off this record, even, like, if I kind of have to, you know, turn my brain off or uh, you know, some lines of it so I don't think about it too long. Um, yeah, which is, same-sies. Which, uh, <laughs> this show's all about doing that. So, here we are. 
but yeah, then I I don't know. I'm assuming Pete wrote the bridge based on the words that are in it. Yeah. They they are it's... more in line with the verses, I should say. <laughs> I like this um in the summary of the song when it's talking about Pete wrote the verses, Patrick wrote the chorus. Pete was super particular about how he wanted the overall song to turn out, so that's why eventually Pete just took over writing the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, that is that is essentially what it says. That's like extremely funny to me. That Pete yeah. was just like, alright, move, bitch. <laughs> this is this is mine now. I'm driving. Um, but I I do think that like dynamic is like really highlighted in this song when you see like how different the the what different picture the chorus paints which we'll, we'll get there we'll read the lyrics in a second but yeah i think i think overall it it sounds solid it was it sounds um, real good but patrick's vocal delivery is really really good too yeah i think the thing i think it, this is another situation where like the the place that this anger is coming from is not a place that like i inhabit anymore yeah that's that's like such a hard thing to nail down in, in words where it's like, yeah, there was a point in time where I related to this and I reflect on that as a person now and have bettered myself and have, I'm better about processing the things that I feel and the way that I go about that. But this song still exists. <laughs> like, I'm sure it does. I'm sure Pete is also better than that, uh, or at least is better about the sentiments that are being put out into songs. But the song still exists. You know, it's, you know, 15 years old or some shit, but... Yeah, I don't remember... There was another song that we talked about, I can't remember which one it was, where I was like, I get where this is coming from, and I remember being there, mm-hmm. but I like it less now, not because it's bad, but just because, like, I'm not there anymore. Yeah. And, like, I do still think that, like, this song, like, the parts that we already criticized about, like, the wishing harm and stuff, I think were always bad. Like, I've always felt a little bit cringy about that part, even when I related to the song way, way more. Mm-hmm. But just, like, the overall vibe and, like, what it's kind of talking about, like, are just not for me anymore. Yeah. Like, like I, I can remember listening to, like, this record and, the, and this song and, like, being, like, the energy here is something that I resonate with. But, like, the individual words and the weight they actually carry never connected with me. And now, mm-hmm. you know, a couple years later, I'm like, those are some strong words. And the song's still Bob. <laughs> but the words are very I, strong. I love... <laughs> I don't know why that just reminds me of, like, like when people are saying, like, I'm going to write a strongly worded letter. Yeah, yeah, like... Joe's I, just like, this is a strongly worded song. It is! <laughs> decisions were made <laughs> in, in the bridge and I, and like we we uh we touched on this just a touch uh oh, back when wheels was here the one time we've ever had a guest because all the people we contacted to be guests pick songs and they've just not fucking been rolled but we talked about the title track of save rock and roll it samples this song it samples the you you might hold your breath if, if, if you want apologies uh or no i think it just samples uh until you're breathing stops until your breathing stops yeah i don't i'd have to look at the lyrics of that song to know exactly which section like which words because i know it doesn't take all of it um but i i remember pointing it out during that episode and you were like that's a lot that's a lot of words they're very strong they are uh they are words 
I was making fun of you, but yeah, it is just really strongly worded. <laughs> Fucking played myself. I don't know. I I don't know how else to phrase it. Like unless I'm just like ag- ag- aggressive. Yeah, but I it- mean, aggressive or like just like very set in what it wants to be too. Yeah, I mean, uh, this this conversation can probably be more specific as we get into the the actual lyrics. Um, but I did pull up Save Rock and Roll, it, and it is just until your breathing stops, and then forever. Which I think, out of context, yeah, I, I think until your breathing stops isn't necessarily an aggressive sentiment. But when you add, you want apologies and girl in front of it, and you, you know, date it back another 10 years, and you say Pete Wentz wrote it, you're like, oh, hmm. <laughs> Uh, but that is the bridge. We will we will start at the beginning as we as we always do. verse one to me it's not that bad i would love to read verse one to you joe uh my heart is on my sleeve wear it like a bruise or black eye my badge my witness means that i believed every single lie you said not that bad not that bad that's like you know what yes you know uh wear your heart on your sleeves got it uh believing lies you know, got it. Yeah. That's like, yeah, it, it's it's a it's a position to be in. It's not a good one. It's, you know, I think we've all been there. Whomst among us. Whomst among us has not worn a heart on Whomst has not worn their heart like a bruise or black eye. Yeah, I actually, that's like a really good, uh, like, word choice, I think. Like, combining, like, heart on my sleeve with, like, these, <laughs> these signs of, uh, I'm trying to think of a word that isn't strong, but I can't because I don't want to say beaten up or anything, but a bold choice, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I I have I'm struggling. I open up so quickly and I am struggling. And this is my badge, my witness, because I believed lies and shit. That's pretty. That's pretty good. (laughs) Because I believed them lies and shit. Uh huh. That's what Pete says. (laughs) And that's I, I think that's that's a good start of the song. I think it's it's good there. And then the pre-chorus begins with because every pane of glass that your pebbles tap negates the pains I went through to avoid you, and every little pat on the shoulder for attention fails to mention I still hate you. I like this pre-chorus so much up until that part not because i even think that like the ending is necessarily bad lyricism it's just like the way it's delivered sounds so fucking petulant i'm like i just like word choice or patrick voice 
like Patrick voice kind of or like I don't know there's just something about it that like the vibe is just such utter fucking bullshit petulance that I'm like <laughs> I don't I'm not here for this I feel that more reading it I I think Pat for me Patrick's delivery I don't it doesn't um bug me much but like definitely like reading it is just like you're rhyming you with you and it's like avoid you and hate you and I'm like all right that's fine it it's not as it's not as uh eloquently worded as the verse before it even if it is like clearly connected in sentiment yeah like i get i i guess i just wish that there had been like another way for them to say that mhm cuz it kind of to me just reads as like you know like when you're a kid and you're like you're mad at your parents and you yell i hate you before like slamming the door mhm that's that's what it feels like to me and i'm like eh. it just takes away some of the power of that section yeah. to me and like I think it's like it's it's very like distilled the sentiment that it is. Uh because it's like the the, the annotation actually here on genius.com please sponsor us does talk a little bit about like uh oh like uh, every pat on the shoulder for attention fails to mention I still hate you and it's like they um they like, like they still have to be like in proximity with each other which I I'm just like all right yeah high school <laughs> got it. Yeah. And I'm just like I'm not saying that that's like a strength, but I do think it it all connects to me. I am not pulled out of it by any means. No. I mean, that's the thing, right? Is like I absolutely feel that like teenage petulance, but like that's what this song is. This is what that album is. Yes. So like it doesn't It just pull also me bops. Out, but yeah, it doesn't pull me out. I'm just like it's again, it's that thing of like I'm not there anymore. Mhm. So I guess that pulls me out of it, but it's just because like it's not really for me anymore. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, I I listen to and enjoy a lot of music that I am I where I where a part of the experience is I am not there. I may have been adjacent once, but I am not there. So like I think for me, I just don't have that effect. I get it. It makes sense. <laughs> I just don't have it. Yeah. Even though, like, you follow a lot of follow-up boy music I have related to, even though I still don't, I still am just like, I get it, though. From a distance. From back here. <laughs> I get it, Pete. But see a therapist, maybe. <laughs> Please go to therapy, Pete. Please. He did, at some point. Please I remember reading going. that. I remember, I'm, probably does. If I can... I feel like everyone who can afford therapy probably should or does. Everyone who can afford therapy absolutely should. I hope that he still does. Yeah, but it's it's good. Even even if you think you're in like a good spot, it's still good to just like talk and process stuff. It's just good for yeah. you. Shit be happening all the time. Shit fucking... really be happening out here. Yeah, oh. like just keep just keep just keep processing all that shit that be happening. Yeah, and it's like you know it's. It's hard to do on your own. That's why people, you know, get paid to to provide that to, service. To do that, <laughs> you yeah. know. Anyways, that's been our PSA for the moment. Please vote for someone who wants to give you free healthcare so you can see a therapist as much as you need to. Anyways, the chorus of Pokemon this follow-up was song. Pokemon, go to the polls. <laughs> I okay. I'm done. Anyway, <laughs> the song. The chorus which is really good, written by Patrick Stump. But there's a light on in Chicago, and I know I should be home. All the colors of the street signs, they remind me of the pickup truck out in front of your neighbor's house. 
it you can see the difference between the verses and the chorus so starkly. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like I it's not as bad as the other songs where I've been like, this doesn't match like what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. It is it definitely does feel like it's two different perspectives coming at the same issue. And yeah. one is very angry and the other is like kind of more nostalgic. Yeah, there's something like there's very subtle choices in this chorus that like despite painting an entirely different picture uh it it still feels like like it it, there's like it starts with the word but um so it is like it is beginning by moving away from what was before it uh and it's Mm -hmm. still and like the last line of it still talks about another person like it's uh the truck in front of your neighbor's house uh there is like there's only presumably there's only one you in the song they say you a lot and it feels like it's it's very consistently themed of just like i'm mad at girl who who lied to me and at some other shit probably um but yeah like those those two little choices may i think make the chorus i i see no difficulty with it connecting to the other like the verses before and after it yeah i just it feels like i guess i think it does a good job of like capturing like when you're pissed off at someone that you cared about a lot Mm-hmm. And like, there's that those real moments of like anger, and then there's also like the moments of being like, well, but this part wasn't so bad, or like, yeah, this is something that I remember that's just kind of neutral. Yeah, or like, there's 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 plenty of occasions where like, you know, you can you can something ended because it was bad, and then you can still be fond of the parts where it wasn't bad, like, you know, yeah, like, or even like not even fond, but even just like you know, like when you have enough distance from something. And, like, you can see something and it just kind of, like, something, like, random and innocuous that you wouldn't even think. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of reminds you of that situation. And you're like, huh. Yeah. There's, like, a, a weird, as you said, like, neutral, like, like, the, the, the annotation uses the word nostalgia. Um, and I think, like, yeah, there can be, like, a, just, like, a weird, vague sentiment of just, like, I am remembering this. It is complicated. Yeah, it's just. It's interesting. I think that is actually extremely effective, but I don't know if it was intentional, but mm-hmm. I dig it, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, it's also interesting with, like, the title. It's interesting that they're, like, sh- like it's like Chicago was so two years ago, which is kind of like a, you know, like a, we're, like, we're blowing this off, like, uh, like Chicago's not cool anymore. Mm-hmm. But then the song is like, but I know that's, like, where I should be. Yeah. Yeah, like a, like a homesick feeling. One could say homesick at space camp. Mm-hmm. Um, so then verse two is, she took me down and said, boys like you are overrated, so save your breath. Loaded words and loaded friends are loaded guns to our heads. Damn, Pete. That's strongly worded. Those, <laughs> the, those are some loaded words. Damn, and loaded Pete. loaded friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's, I feel like that's pretty straightforward. Um... Yeah, I do really enjoy the image of some girl telling Pete Wentz that boys like him are overrated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know where Pete was at in 2002, 2003, uh, but someone thought he was overrated. I just I just picture, like, fucking, like, Pete Wentz from the music videos from this era. Mm-hmm. You know, getting all of, like, the girls in that scene, and then one of them just being like, no, you fuckers are overrated. <laughs> and he's so mad about it. I could, I like, oh. I don't know, being a teenager, insecurity's hard. 
maybe maybe don't put a bunch of mean aggressive acts of violence into your song and then blow up to be the most popular boy band in America. Um, uh, that's just you know what that's just I'm not a professional, but that's just my recommendation. Of yeah, one, that's one, also, I'm gonna second that. One way uh, not SWGD to deal with it. Pod recommends that you don't do that. <laughs> yes, just uh, just a little tip from your buds. The progression continues uh, after the chorus because the the pre-chorus and the chorus are the same. Yeah, it's it happened again. It's happening again. Twin Peaks voice. I kind of want. I got it again at Krispy Kreme. Yeah, I kind of want to. We didn't talk about the first half of the pre-chorus. Um. But now I'm like reading it and thinking about it. Uh, every pane of glass that your pebbles tap negates the pains I went through to avoid you. So it's the phrasing of that. I don't think I caught it before where she's reaching back out to him. And yeah, it's good, actually. <laughs> or at least it's like to me, I always kind of read that as like the person that, you know, like you shouldn't fuck with again. But when they come around, you're like. Well, this reminds me of all the good parts of it. Yeah, or like, I know I do that all the time where I'm like, oh, well, not all the time. But like, I have done this many a time where like someone, someone who like, you know, you shouldn't fuck with anymore. And you like know that for whatever reason, when they swing back around and they're like, hey, and you're like, well, fuck, I'm not going to not make the stupid decision here. Yeah, I think um, I don't remember if it was Bo Burnham. Or, or some other uh, lanky white comedian with a keyboard who made a, a song about like, or just like a bit in inside of their song where it was like, you know, you never you never remember the bad times. You remember the good times. And then like the ending of that bit is like a, a fight between a couple. And it's like, and then you take a picture of it. And then you remember it when you break up that it was actually bad. And that's kind of, <laughs> I'm just reminded of that. I have no like takes or revelations i am just reminded of this thing that may or may not be bo burnham no but i mean like that's what this is right like that's like the the pre-chorus is literally that idea of like it's exactly that sentiment of when someone comes back around like you're and you're just like willing to either forget or like you kind of do forget because i mean it even Mm -hmm. like the text of it even says like it negates the pain i went to to avoid you yeah and then every little pat on the shoulder for attention fails to mention I still hate you. And it's like, it is that same sentiment of like, every time like you pat me or like come by and throw rocks at my window, like, yeah, it literally negates all of the work that I put through or went through to not see you anymore mm-hmm. and to not be pissed off at you. Like all that shit goes out the window. Yeah. The aforementioned window with the pains and such. Yeah, once once the rocks hit the window, you take all of your pain and you mm-hmm. throw it out that same window. <laughs> yeah, I just realized that the there's two different uses of pain in uh in the, the these two lines. That's it's neat. Being a wordsmith, Joe. Yeah, Pete Wentz, master <laughs> wordsmith. I didn't say master. He's he's maybe a journeyman. <laughs> my my words are too strong for you, Trevor. <laughs> Come back when you're level 13, bitch. <laughs> What's your strength stat? Word, Salah. <laughs> I require your strongest metaphors. <laughs> My metaphors are too strong for you, Pete Wins. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Come back when you've made your mythical sixth album. <laughs> well, they have. Presumably, now, per, now it's fine. <laughs> yeah, he that's, went back to the wordsmith and it was fine. That's why Save Rock and Roll and uh, what the other one, American Beauty, are boring. is because they were just like, all right, let's get these two out of the way. Then we'll have access to the secret tomes. And then Mania's... All right. <laughs> We've cracked the code. We've solved the Fallout Boy ARG. I love that the Fallout Boy ARG was like a fucking D&D quest. <laughs> but we did it. Are you surprised? Oh, Adventure Zone, do Fallout Boy when? <laughs> you know what? I, I guarantee you that Pete Wentz likes at least one McElroy product. Oh, definitely. Guaranteed. One hundo. Uh, I don't want to think about that, though. I don't want to think about um, Travis McRoy hanging out with Pete Wentz. That's what <laughs> nightmares are made of. Uh, the chorus goes again. There's a light on. Girl, you might hold your breath until your breathing stops forever, forever. The only thing you'll get is this curse on your lips. I hope they taste of me forever. There's a light on in Chicago, and I know I should be home. All the colors of the street signs, they remind me of the pickup truck out in front of your neighbors. And then we get the bridge, which we talked about quite a bit at the beginning of this episode. Uh, and it goes, you want apologies? Girl, you might hold your breath until your breathing stops forever, forever. The only thing you'll get is this curse on your lips. I hope they taste of me forever. Uh, also, at that point, there's a backup vocal that starts singing every pane of glass over and over again that continues into the, uh, the next chorus. Mm -hmm. One, I like that this continues our D&D &D adventure by uh, uh, Pete uh, doing witch curses on people. Yes. Um, Potion seller. Two, to a serious actual real note that I have <laughs> um, that's not bullshit. I know when we first did Take This to Your Grave, I believe, and we were talking about like the bitterness towards partners that are assumed to be women... We this, talked about how, like, it's weird that it's not usually specified. And I feel like this does. is, like, yeah, this is, like, the first instance of it being, like, a gender being specified. Mm -hmm. And I like it less for that. Yeah. It definitely, like, takes away any, like, benefit of the doubt you might be able to give them on that. Mm hmm Yeah, and, like, you know, there's, people love to 
for, for some reason, we see a lot of people thinking that Pete is writing songs about Mikey Way, sibling to, to Gerard. And I don't, it's just like one event that people think. I don't know how much credence there was to it. I wasn't really, I wasn't really in the scene when that was yeah. a when that was a thing yeah me either um but i see a lot of the 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 ep, the the notes of that in these in these annotations of just people being like oh yeah this was a thing that everyone talked about and there's a lot of events that or there's like a couple events that it kind of sounds like he might be writing about in lyrics and um that i i was just trying to think about how like oh yeah pete wentz was like out as by presumably yeah he and there's like there's been some lyrics that were like, sort of, I don't know if I want to say gender variant, but I think he's used male pronouns in, in places of uh, the romantic interest of the of the piece. Yeah, well, there's definitely been, like, a lot of language that's just nonspecific. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of just n- no pronouns. It's just use, a lot of use. Yeah, there's a lot of use, which I think, like, because we talked about it before, I'm pretty sure, of, like, how that makes it interesting in those queer readings, but also, like, it makes it hard to be like, oh, they're participating in that standard pop punk bullshit, toxic masculinity, misogyny shit, because like it's yeah. not specifying that the person that they're talking about is a woman, even though you could like probably imply it in most cases. But this takes that and is like, fuck it. No, like it's about women or a woman of some kind. Yeah, this one's specifically like about a specific person Pete is angry with. Um, But like... Yeah, and in, in other cases, there's there's no specific, and I think whether or not it's like Pete trying to intentionally be vague or allow with like those other readings, it, it might just be like allowing people to project because like as much as you know, there are a bunch of angsty boys writing about angsty boy problems. Also, a lot of their demographic, you know, especially early on, you know, you get like the 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 fan girls and like you know if you write it with that vagueness uh it's easier to project onto um i don't know if that's part of it or not but it might be who could say not us not us we didn't write the songs but i don't know i don't know but anyways uh that's 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 the song like the chorus continues there's some backup vocals and then they repeat the the outro is with every breath i wish your body will be broken again over and over and over again and it's sung by, not Patrick, it's sung by Justin Pierre, the lead singer of Motion City Soundtrack. Um, who what I think, a weird pull. Anyways, that's the song. I don't, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't feel like there's any need to talk about the, the outro line that is repeated. No, I agree. I feel like, like, this conversation wasn't longer than I thought it would be, but it was more in depth than I thought it would be. Yeah. And I'm into it. We did a good job, Joe. Congrats, us. We you know, did. Sometimes it. we gotta say congrats to us. We do. I don't think. I don't think that we tell us that we do a good job <laughs> enough. Well, consider this the start of a new trend. From now on, all sugar we're going down podcasting episodes end with us talking about what a great fucking job we did, which is evidence that we are learning from Pete, or that we're like maybe having more self-esteem. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We pick on Pete for talking about how great he is. And here we are. That's true. But I'm just saying we had a good conversation. We I'm did. not saying I'm God's gift to music. <laughs> I don't know if Pete's saying that. But <laughs> I would say it's in the neighborhood. It depends. It depends. On I don't have an entire discography about my very quote unquote complicated relationship with fame. Sure. Fair enough. 
Uh, save rock and roll certainly kind of feels like they're a gift from God. <laughs> so <laughs> now that you mention it. All right. Yeah. Good job, us. Go team. Hell yeah. Follow us on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Tell uh, us. Tell us you... what a good job we did. Please. We need your validation. That's why we podcast. I just like to hear my own voice. But you can follow the show on Twitter again at SWGDPod. Uh, sugar, we're going down is the, the what those letters stand for, if you were curious. Po- <laughs> and pod? Pod is short for podcast. <laughs> just, just letting you know. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Ghost of Joe. Ghost of J-O. That's because my name is Joe and it's spelled that way. Uh, I make a bunch of other podcasts such as Got It Memorized, which is now covering The World Ends With You. That game's weird. Yep. Cool. Where are you on the internet, Caitlin? I feel like this is the first episode that you haven't yelled my name at me to ask me my at. It's, I think it's weird because I started with me. I normally, I normally yeah. yell at you to transition. You just went completely fucking rogue. It's been two weeks. I don't know who I am anymore. Um, you can find me at CG and 8Rs. And from there, I have a pin tweet that has all my other shit that you should uh, check out and consume. Uppercut has been doing a bunch of rad shit lately. Thank you. Everyone should check it out. If I can figure out what Bo Burnham's song that was, I will put it on the pairing playlist. If not, <laughs> it will probably be something else. Maybe I'll forget. Well, probably not. This episode comes out in like two days. Um, yeah. I don't have time. Uh, we are doing a very timely recording. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, that is that is the end of the show. Uh, which means... Caitlin! Yes, Joe. Was this more than you bargained for yet? This one was like about what I expected. Yeah, that sounds about right. We'll see you next Wednesday with a Fallout Boy song that isn't this one. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Is is hello? Is this thing hello? on? Hello? 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 Hey, hey, hi, what's up? This is this is Ben Bathard. I don't know anymore. I need out of this fucking podcast, okay? We got we, got, we, we, we talked about Bionicle for a very long time and we tried mm-hmm. to stop, but then some evil force trapped us in hell and is forcing us to talk about things that start with the letter B until we die. We did Beyblade and now we're on Batman and it's just going to keep getting I'm, I, am, I, am a, I am afraid of what happens next. I haven't seen my wife in several days. Please help us. Please help please, us. Oh God, please Joe. Help us. Joe, do you hear that? Oh God. Go to theorangegroves.com and help us, please. God, please. No, no. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs>